You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here in DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome in to another edition of the Arrowhead Pride interview series. It's the Chiefs taking on the Minnesota Vikings in the late slate this weekend. That's all the Chiefs have this year is, is late slates. And I'd like to welcome in a familiar name, Alec Lewis of The Athletic. Welcome back into the Kansas City conversation. I bet you don't get this question every week, but I want to start here, Alec. A, how is Minnesota? B, how does someone go from covering the Kansas City Royals to the Minnesota Vikings? Yeah, A, uh, Minnesota's great because it's not cold yet. Uh, okay. B, good. how does someone go from covering – well, um, he, he's, at some point after three years of watching baseball, you start to get an itch to do something a little different. Especially this version of the Royals baseball. I didn't say it. I didn't say it, but you did. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I'll add a C in here. I hope for coming on here you get to – somehow you get ship me up some peanut wings or something. Sure. Um, yeah. I've not been back to Kansas City since I left. And so at some point we got to make that happen, whether it's – Yeah. Alec Lewis of the the Athletic, kind enough to join us for the price of three ninety nine. So the least I can do is get him some peanut wings when he visits us for one of those postseason or off season holidays. All right, Alec, let's get into the game here. And uh, obviously, it has been a disappointing start for the Minnesota Vikings. We made the postseason last year and all the wins that they had. Just want you to compare the expectations going into the season and where the pulse of the fan base is now, just given the disappointing start. Yeah. So they're in an interesting situation in that they fired their GM prior to last season, hired a new one. His name is Quasi Adofa He's a really analytical guy and he yeah. kind of deployed what they've called a competitive rebuild. And so rather than really to sit for lack of a better term, tanking, um, they have tried to do this thing on the fly and, and, and ease their cap situation. So last year and this year both, 
it's kind of like they're they're trying to push forward to the future and potentially drafting a young quarterback and building a a, a really cap um, safe op- option and opportunity while also trying to win in the short term. And last year, to your point, they won eleven games. Um, yeah. They went eleven and zero in one score games. I think everybody here knew that there would be some sort of regression, and people also knew that the schedule was going to be difficult. But the way these first four games have played out, um, I think have disappointed people in the fact that they have turned the ball over more than any other team in the NFL, and seven of those turnovers have come in an opponent's territory. And so it's it's been difficult to analyze, difficult for fans to probably put in perspective. But um, there's no mistaking the fact that this team does have some talent, especially offensively. Yeah, you mentioned the offense, and I think when you're evaluating any game, any team, you start with the quarterback. And I'm curious about the the rebuild conversation that you mentioned. Where does that leave fans, and where does that leave, I guess, the personnel staff when it comes to the status of Kirk Cousins and his future with the club? Yeah, so (laughs) he was signed in 2017, uh, 2018 here in Minnesota, and he was paid a guaranteed deal and and there was excitement I think um, there's been excitement over the years about what he could bring as a stable kind of guy obviously some people like Case Keenum given what happened in the Minneapolis Miracle right um, but but Kirk is in a spot now where he is kind of I wouldn't say like rebuilt his image but the quarterback documentary I think did a lot for people in terms of understanding what he really provides and and mm-hmm. kind of the stability that he provides at that position I think there's always with him people thinking and and him leaving people wanting more uh but with the situation they are in right now um his contract is set to void at the end of the season the two sides talked about a potential extension this summer this spring the conversations were cordial but they didn't come to terms on a deal because Kurt wants something for the long term and the Vikings want flexibility in the long term so Thinking forward, um, it feels like he's going to play this thing out the way he has multiple times in the past and kind of bet on, bet on himself. And then the Vikings are going to be faced with the decision whether they pony up for him, a free agent, or potentially take a big swing in the draft. And the executives here and the personnel staff and the coach staff has all mentioned the value of having a quarterback on a rookie contract. So if I were pegging things, that's kind of the way it feels like this thing is trending. Yeah. In the, the, the Sweeney crystal ball, if you will, the 49ers finish in the conference title game again, need a better option there. And that'll probably be the end of Kirk cousins uh, in Minnesota. That's just my opinion. We'll see what happens. See if my prediction is right there. I want to talk about, of course, right. Justin Jefferson. He is very clearly the, the best option at the position. He too is due maybe to make a lot of money. I, I, I'm curious when it comes to him, how invested do you think he is in the team? I, I imagine potentially, a, you know, a tag could come into play with Justin Jefferson. How do you see his future playing out? Yeah, he's so invested that it makes sense to ask the question, should he even be playing right now? I mean, he was right. eligible for an extension this offseason. Um, and it's obviously early eligibility and everyone right. within the Vikings organization has talked about wanting to extend him for the long term for reasons that are abundantly obvious and will be obvious to Chiefs fans Sunday when he uh, does some things that sometimes do not make sense. But <laughs> um, he, he is playing. And, and I think a lot of it, he, I mean, he loves this guy, loves football. He loves the game. He loves the competi- competition. And more than anything else, he wants to win. I know it's cliche. You hear a lot of really talented players say it, but he genuinely 
has handled this situation in a way that, again, is almost mind-boggling considering he has done everything one can do to be paid the most at that position for a historic contract. And so moving forward, um, the the Vikings are still on the record and off the record that they really want to get this thing done. Will that happen during the season? It seems kind of unlikely at this point. We'll see. You never know. Um, But after the season, I would expect those conversations to kick back up and it would be a pretty wild situation. I think here, if, if, if something did not happen. Yeah. Between just Kirk and the rebuild though, and you're around the team all the time, you, you believe that in his heart, Justin Jefferson wants to be a Minnesota Viking. Obviously like what I was saying, it be tough to him for him to get out of that situation in future years here, but you believe he wants to be there in Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, from everything that we have heard and from every conversation that 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 he has had with us, it, it appears as if he does want to be yeah. here. I think he has appreciated um, some of the schematic, uh, probably tools and adjustments and strategies that they have made. And Kevin O'Connell mm-hmm. has made the head coach to try to feature him. I mean, he they, they target him so frequently. It's pretty unbelievable. Um, and, and I think he appreciates that and he appreciates the work they've done on that front. I also just think, I mean, he's a superstar here and, and he has yeah. had, he has entered superstardom here. Um, so there, there is a tie. He respects the Randy Mosses, the Chris Carters, the people, uh, who have played that position for this organization, which is a long line. And so I would, I would have to imagine that he would like to get something done, but he deserves to be paid the highest uh, the, the most amount of money that any receiver has ever made. And so until that happens, it'd be hard to imagine him agreeing to things. Yeah, I can't wait to see the numbers on that contract. And every dollar will be deserved just because of the cap. They're, you know, it's, He's going to be underpaid no matter what he gets. He's that type of a player. Want to focus in on the game here. Just given the success that Patrick Mahomes has had in the past against the Blitz, I know just being in Kansas City, you're aware of that. <laughs> Vikings continue to lead the league in in Blitz rate at 57%. What gives do you think in this game? Yeah, Brian Flores um, has come to, to come to Minnesota, and he has been ready to dial it up at every point and every turn. Uh, he was very – he played very coy um, Thursday in terms of whether he's going to be blitzing or not. He, he mm. talked about, I mean, to face Patrick Mahomes, you have to blitz. Excuse me. You have to mix things up, disguise sure. coverage, disguise man zone, uh, throw certain looks at him that maybe he hasn't seen that they haven't shown on tape. I, I, if it, Just from my perspective, I, I can't imagine he's going to blitz the way he did Justin Herbert. A couple of weeks ago, I think it was 81%, one of the highest blitz games in the history of football. Yeah. Um, yeah. And partially, he he's had to do that because they have not had Marcus Davenport, who returned this past weekend when they played Carolina and the Panthers. And Marcus provided a pretty um, disruptive presence alongside Daniil Hunter on the front that I think will allow them – to, to allocate more defenders and coverage and less in terms of applying pressure on the quarterback. So um, we'll see. I'm, pr- I'm pretty fascinated to see what type of plan he throws at Patrick in this offense. They they really haven't played a ton of lock-on man coverage, but with the, the Chiefs receiving core that I don't need to explain to anybody listening to this, um, I wonder if that's a route they go this this weekend. So it, 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 it'll be pretty fascinating. Now, you mentioned Davenport. Just want to check in on the the injury stuff. I know that he's been dealing with a lingering injury. He came out of the game all right, and you think he's okay to be at full strength on on Sunday here? 
yeah, he's practiced both the, both days this week, and it's it's been kind of an odd ankle thing yeah. um, going back to the beginning of the season. He played four snaps during week two against Philadelphia, but just was not – he wasn't capable of, of providing any impact. And then this past weekend, he really um, surprised, I think, the people who have been around this team in terms of just what he was able to do and the amount of snaps that he played. So I, I expect him – uh, to be full go, the Vikings are going to need him in, in every regard against the, the Chiefs' offense. Okay, for a Chiefs fan that doesn't know a ton about the Vikings, I want you to name one player on offense and one player on defense that maybe should be drawing more attention. If you want to call them under the radar, once you start on on offense, who should somebody um, that maybe is a little bit more obscure that that Chiefs fans may recognize once this game starts on Sunday. Yeah, on offense, Cam Akers is a running back who the Vikings acquired from the Los yeah. Angeles Rams a couple weeks ago, and he 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 played for the first time with the Vikings this past weekend in Carolina, uh, provided a nice burst um, alongside Alexander Madison. But I, I I think with the way he looked and just the trust that Kevin O'Connell, who used to coach in Los Angeles, used to coach Akers in Los Angeles, um, has in Cam Akers, um, he's a guy who would make sense to, to earn some tar, uh, some carries and some targets this weekend. Defensively, um, I could go a ton of names. I mean, Daniil Hunter, hopefully people know in terms of an edge yeah. rusher can, can create havoc, but linebacker, undrafted linebacker, Ivan Pace Jr. is a five foot 10 battering Ram who somehow went undrafted after being an all American for Cincinnati. Maybe it was the size, maybe it was something else, but he is able to sniff out, some of these screen passes and 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 really defeat blocks in a way that a guy um, his size you would not expect and so kind of a fun guy watching run, run around the field um, but we'll see how often he is on the field. I mean Brian Flores has been willing to play with four edge rushers and seven DBs at time and he is going to mix and match personnel in a way that you just rarely see on Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm eager to see what Patrick Mahomes does with some of the looks that Flores can provide. I, I think that's going to be the most interesting matchup, and especially just considering you have one of the greatest offensive play callers in Andy Reid kind of going head-to-head with him. All right, Alec, it's time. Now, I don't want you to forget that you went to school in Missouri, and this is Missouri's team. It's time mm-hmm. for a game prediction. Chiefs on the road taking on the Vikings. Where do you see this one going? Yeah, I'll go Chiefs. 31-27, that's very close. Keep it close. Um, but the Vikings offense, if they do, if they can prohibit turning the ball over, especially in opponent territory, can be pretty dangerous. Um, have a hard time figuring out how they're going to stop Chris Jones, as most teams have a hard time. But the, the interior of the Vikings offensive line is probably their weakest uh, link on offense. And then um, – Stopping Patrick Mahomes seems to be impossible for every single team. Uh, I mean, turnovers to me are the only way that the Vikings can limit what Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to do, even with this receiving core. And I, I don't think the running game gets nearly the amount of credit it should with some of the creativity they they kind of deploy on that side. So 31-27 is where I'm going to go for now. And if I change that for my own story, I apologize. I'll, I'll have watched film between this and that. No, that that is fine. I you, you know if you you have the right to change. We are not writing it's in stone. Thank you. Not, Appreciate this it. won't this won't in, impact any kind of peanut wings that are coming your way when you do <laughs> make it back to, 
Kansas City. But Alec, uh, thank you so much for joining us and enjoy the game. And, and thank you guys for joining us on another edition of the Arrowhead Pride interview series.